to the Think Different Podcast. That's right. We thought we opened up with a bang today. That's right. This is a video coming out of Vietnam, and they made a whole campaign on how to take care of yourself with the coronavirus, and it's one of the catchiest things you will ever listen to. I guarantee you, if I went to Jenkinson's Pavilion this weekend, and I went to Porta, I went to all the places on the Jersey Shore, and bamboo all of them, (laughs) they will play that song to make sure they're not only spreading a message, but spreading cheer. I am Will, TLD, WV Productions, Mavala Dragon, Vafinas, along with my co-host with no most. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the man who has yet to take a vacation here in 2020. It is Vacation Tim. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, the, the song is super catchy. They really did a good job at it. Absolutely. There's a great TikTok video. Go look at it. It's awesome seeing these people talking about the coronavirus because of course every episode we've had a coronavirus news article and we're going to have another one today but make sure you check us out on our facebook at think different podcast and at think different podcast on instagram and at think different on twitter we want to make sure you're relieving five star reviews everywhere that we are up and running Tim, how was your week? And we have to know this week, Tim, what was the new item that you bought for your house? Oh, whoa. I don't even think we bought anything. I'm trying to think. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty... Good for you. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, solid weekend. We didn't buy right. anything. Wow. Well, Saving that money. What, Saving that money. Oh, that's good, Tim, because you're probably going on vacation. Yeah, I'm trying to... We're trying to save up. I want to go to Houston next... Uh, during the football season so I can go see the Texans play. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about going to the Guardians game. Oh, no, no, no. Still trying you're to go Houston, there, but the, you're Houston the Houston Guardians. Roughnecks. <laughs> you're Houston, you want to go see the uh, New York Guardians against the Houston Roughnecks? I'm still a Guardians fan because I just want to be a Guardians fan. Um, but they won, so they're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. Hey, Dallas Renegades is my backup team from the XFL only because Lance Dunbar's on there, and he was a running back in the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, so he's my, that's my backup team. All right, everybody. We want to get to the news today, and then we have a great main subject to talk about. We wanted to come up with three apps that me and Tim use on a daily basis, but it's not going to be the standard social media, Amazon. We wanted to find something that maybe not everybody has and you can use in your everyday life for your creativity or just in general. So without further ado, it is time for Tim's favorite segment. It is time for the news. The new woos. Breaking news. This one's a fun one. Disney World returns fully working iPhone 11 to family weeks after the device sank to the bottom of Seven Seas Lagoon. A family from Montana has both Apple and Disney to thank for ensuring their recent vacation ended magically after all. To kind kind of sum up the entire story. A six-year-old girl, yes, I'm saying a six-year-old girl, got a brand new iPhone 11 before her trip to Disney with her family, um, and they took a bunch of pictures and stuff like that, and they were on their way to Magic Kingdom going over the Seven Seas Lagoon, and she dropped it on the side of the boat into the bottom of the lagoon. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and she was devastated because she just lost her phone. She obviously lost all the pictures that she had taken already she went to the disney's halloween party um so unfortunately she lost it so the next day she told a disney employee that her phone was lost in the lagoon and the disney employee actually said 
they actually do a deep dive. They send deep divers down there like occasionally to actually grab any dropped and um, lost items that have fallen hmm. in the lagoon. Who would think of that? Right. So he's like, I'll make sure I try to look for it. And, um, you know, we'll try to get it out for you. Let me get all your contact information and we can see if we can find it. And I'll, I'll give you a call or anything. Whole nine yards. So the family left Disney, obviously with no phone. But after two months later, the family was getting a call from, you know, this phone number in Florida. And they all thought it was just a like telemarketer. And they kept calling and calling and they kept the family kept hanging up. Finally, they got, they got reach of like the random uncle that was there at the on the trip with them. And he said, it's Disney. Disney's calling. They have your cell phone. Mm-hmm. And they confirmed it and everything. So they sent it out to her. The phone still works, that is which is crazy. amazing. And so they sent a how letter. How many months to, that it was underwater? To, I don't know how long it was underwater, but still it was submerged underwater for a long period of time, I imagine. It's definitely an overnight, yeah. at least overnight. And so they were just obviously so thankful for this and you know, really impressed by the iPhone 11's water resistance. Impressed enough that they wrote to a letter to Tim Cook. And then Tim Cook, you know, thanked the family for sharing their story and stuff like that. And then obviously offered the story to the news outlet. And that's how we got to read it today. But super cool, like super cool story. You know, hats off to Disney for, you know, making the magic extend outside of their trip. Um, how could you not want to go back? Like you, a story. This is like two really good companies coming together, making one really awesome experience. Oh, yeah. Going, going from a terrible situation to where. They took. They went above and beyond to not only find the phone, call the person, send it to him, and it still and it works. still works. And like you got it. Yeah. I'm sure she. It was her first phone, you know. And it's like, you know, she maybe she had to really work for it to get the responsibility. It does. It to has get the sparkles phone, on the back you know? of it. Look at you see the phone. It has sparkles on the back. And of you know, it's funny. You know, they went to the Apple Store because of the Tech Twenty One case. <laughs> it is yeah. exactly. <laughs> So, so and it's a and it's a product red, so they help pay for AIDS too. Yeah, this is like the the if you think about it. AIDS plus sparkles plus Disney plus Apple equals a great member. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but no, kudos to Disney really, um, and obviously Apple for making the great product. Um, yeah, and uh, you're this. That's gonna be a long. T- these are the kind of stories that somehow Apple products do i don't know how they do it like you don't hear those stories about a samsung going underwater being picked up and like you don't hear about those things yeah you know and and this is truly why i think apple is the best company and this is why i like going to disney they do really give amazing experiences i don't have to have an accident like that happen but truly above and beyond very awesome job and i think that you know, where we hear enough stories about all the negativity in the world right now, this is a great story yeah. to uh, talk about. Yeah, I love it. Apple CEO Tim Cook confirms first India Apple Store will open in 2021. So at the shareholders meeting last week, he shared finally that a self-owned outlet will be made, will be put in India on India soil. Um, so Apple has leased a location about 20,000 to 25,000 square feet in one of Mumbai's Maker Max City malls. It's supposed to spread over three floors, and this will be the first ever store in India. And it's about how they're going to expand their India retail strategy, and it's going to touch down in 2021. This is huge 
because mm-hmm. right now they were depending on third-party outlets and sellers to sell their products in India because India has this policy where you can only sell products if they're made from the country that it's uh, th- within India. They can only purchase products within India. And what did Apple do, Tim? I don't know what. The, well, they just didn't. Sell, they sold to other market through other markets, right? Well, you also remember they've been trying to do all the manufacturing in India as well. Oh, right, that, uh, right. So that is something they're switching. So I guarantee, because of that, that's why this is happening. I don't. I don't necessarily believe it's because they wanted them there. I think it's because that now that they are manufacturing parts inside of India, because they want to try to. They're trying to move away from China, especially what we're going to get to soon. You know, this is, you know, the right step. And India is a rich country. There's a r- lot of rich people there, you know. So trust me, like they, they'll buy them. Yeah, I didn't, I they didn't know that. Um, they're starting to to manufacture in India. That's that's news to me. Um, oh, is it, is it like Foxconn? They jump in, breaking, breaking, breaking news. <laughs> is Foxconn moving to India? Like moving industries whoa, to whoa, India? Whoa, now you're asking too many questions, Tim. Right. This is where the thing called Jugal will help you out. All right. Another story for that time. But uh, another part of this story is Apple is anticipated to start online sales in India late 2020 of this year. So look out for that. I also wonder how the shipping costs will work out for that. But I don't think it'll be that bad because of the fact that, like I said, they are they. This is, by the way, this is back in October that the mass production of you know, this was happening. The iPhone XR was actually the starting point of this, where they manufactured the XR in India. So the plan is that they are going to try to do a plant where they're going to start making a bunch of phones there and a bunch of products there to get that to happen. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I remember when we... Why, are you going? No, no, but like Uh, when we worked (laughs) at the Apple store, we always had customers come in and ask about if there's any Apple stores or any Apple technicians in, you know, India. And we would always look at the service map where all, those, all the stores are. Remember that? Like in, mm-hmm. uh, in, I forget what it was called, the app that Apple had. But you can look at a map of the world and you can see where all the Apple stores are. And you always saw the blank space on India. That was very when what you're referring to is the repair map because we would always look at a repair map to see where people can go and find stores and you never saw anything there. But also, if you search Apple or third-party resellers, yeah, there was just parts of the country that just don't have anything. Apple to pay for phone throttling. Ooh, this is the one. Yeah, Apple tentatively agreed to pay up to five hundred million dollars to settle a suit accusing it of throttling or slowing down older iPhone models to induce customers to upgrade. This will come out to about $25 a phone for any <laughs> U.S. owners of qualifying iPhone models 6 and 7. The so, tech giant, uh, which admitted no wrongdoing, said the slowdown of the phones occurred as a result of the temperature stop right change. Now, blah, you, blah, blah. Stop right now before you continue to talk about the article. Forget about the article. Hold on a second. So... You guys paid $29 to get your battery changed because of the throttling issue. Apple's giving you back $25, basically. So they still made $4. Yeah. On, you know, how many? That, so They're so all smart. This, all this throttling shit that was going around. And you know what? They they shot themselves in the foot. You know, they gave a discount battery. Now they got to pay $25 to customers who have this problem. For iPhone 6 and 7 models, I would assume 6S as well. And 
By the way, anybody had iPhone 7, I'm sure you paid a lot more money for other things because you know yeah, your phones probably exactly. sucked. But, man, it's like this was coming. This what You know the winner is? The lawyer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the winner. He was the smart one to take the case. It was pretty much guaranteed he was going to win. I mean, I mean, it's stupid. It's a stupid case. I'm not going to lie. It's a stupid case. Apple did mention it inside of the update, but not to the level of saying, hey, or offering an option to turn it off. Right. And that and that's the problem. So if they would have offered an option to turn off the throttling right when they did the update, we wouldn't be here. Right. We would have no $29 program. We might have that, but we definitely wouldn't have this lawsuit win. But it's also um, important to note that it's only for iPhone 6, 7, and possibly the 6S. So Apple still made their money off those people that got their batteries replaced with an iPhone 8, oh, 8 yeah. Plus, you know, et cetera. Um, so it's important to know that. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting. That they, they, there has to be a strategic way of why they came up with $25 per person. Um, yes. Is it going to be similar to, like, the Red Bull thing where they send you a check? Remember the Red Bull lawsuit? It was like you either get a six pack of Red Bull or you get like six bucks or ten dollars. Yeah, that's how back. they do it. I, it's gonna be a twenty five dollar gift card to Apple Store. Watch. That'd be wild. That's exactly what it's gonna be. That'd be cool though. Oh, of course. It, it makes the most sense to do that. But what do I hear? Will, do you hear something? I hear the coronavirus. Uh, oh, uh, and they are. Uh oh. Watch, 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 watch now. <laughs> Apple temporarily closes some retail stores in Italy. Do the coronavirus outbreak. Breaking, breaking coronavirus. So breaking news. if you haven't heard, which I'm sure you have, Italy has had the worst outbreak of coronavirus in Europe so far. So they're planning on closing the Apple Oreo Center in the province of Berejamo, which will be closed on March 7th and 8th, according to their website and the Italian government. The Italian government has also announced that all retail stores will be closed for that weekend. Oof. Um, so it's going to, again, it's going to be hurting a lot of businesses for this quarter. Um, so yeah, as a right, wash your goddamn hands, yeah, man. Exactly. That's a simple solution. People 20 seconds. You know what my wife said? She said, count your ABCs all the way down while you're washing your hands. And that's your 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend said today that you can sing the chorus of one of the Lizzo songs and that's the 20 seconds that you should should wash your hands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but God. yeah, this is pretty serious. So as of right now, there is a total number of 79 people that have died in Italy alone of the coronavirus outbreak. Um, and there is over 85,000 cases worldwide. Isn't that crazy? And about 3,500 people that have died. That's a lot of cruise ships that messed us up. It's flying cruise ships. Cruise ship Russia flying, seems yeah. to be doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no one's really going to Russia, though. I mean, to be honest. So, but hey, you know what? Guys, Corona news, baby. It just keeps coming every single week. And I figure, you know what? Until this coronavirus goes away, we were going to guarantee that we are going to have one coronavirus article every single one just to break it in your head to wash your hands. Just like the video said in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the news. 
Yeah, so we want to thank you very much for joining us for the Corona News. We hope you guys enjoyed all the articles. Thank you to Disney. And you know what the worst part is? What happens if the coronavirus hits Disney World? Oh, it's, and it's Disney done. World has to close. Done for. That's it. You mess with America personally when you destroy the greatest place on Earth. If you are <laughs> sick, don't go to the most magical place on Earth because if you start infecting Mickey Mouse... That's it. I'm taking this extremely personal. And I will swear to God, I will find a way. Mavado Dragon TLD will find a way to wrestle coronavirus to the mat. One, two, three. And then after I'm done, I'm going to wash my hands. All right. Yeah, apparently, now let's get to. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, no. Go, I, Tim. I was just going to say, be- apparently, the self quarantine period is about two weeks. So if you feel like you yes, have the symptoms days, of coronavirus, yep. you should you self-quarantine home. yourself for 14 days mm-hmm. at least. Where they you don't leave to... the house, you don't right. do anything. You stay right. in your room. And on top of that, they told me to bring home my work computer every, every single day. Because if the day comes that our entire work is infected. And we know this, Tim, because remember at Apple, we had something like this. Yeah, we, we had, did. Yeah, We had a sickness that infected Almost 60 to 70% of our staff, at least at some point. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, there was a lot of call-outs because of a sickness that went around work, and no one would stay home. People got to get paid. I don't care. That's what sick time is for. We all get it. If you don't use your sick time for other stupid reasons, maybe you would have some sick time when you're sick. Let's get to our next segment here. We are going to talk about the top three used apps. So, Tim, you will have a list. I will have a list. And we are going to discuss what these apps do and how they can benefit you going forward. So it's time to talk about the three most used apps in our life. And none of them have to do with coronavirus. (laughs) It's TLD. Yeah. Four-time tag team champion. I'm cute. I'm a champion. All right, Tim, you're first. You got the app of love. Let's go. All right, so I'm going to start it off. It's this app called Meter, M-E-A-T-E-R. So I have this. It was from a startup company. I received as a as a gift for Christmas, and um, it's a wireless thermometer mm. where it connects automatically to your iPhone. And you select what meat you'd like that you're cooking. So whether that's like a pork, it gives you the option of pork, fish, steak, um, you know, chicken, you know, whole nine yards. It gives you everything that you could want that you want to, you know, gather a temperature of. You can choose what kind of cut it is. So like for steak, you can choose like between sirloin, you know, T-bone, you know, porterhouse, stuff like that. Then you could decide what temperature you want. Um, you can decide what, what like if you want medium rare, medium. Um, you do a whole bunch of things and it keeps track of all of your past cooks. So it keeps like a log of all the meats that you've cooked, um, over time. And then what happens is you put the thermometer in the meat, obviously, and then you just leave it in there. It tells you what time it's going to be ready. So it tells you, okay, it's going to take 25 minutes to cook to, to get to that temperature. Um, you know, it tells you when it warns you when there's five minutes left, it gives you the accurate temperature gauge every uh, time it moves up and down um, it's pretty awesome it's it's so you don't have to keep opening up opening up the oven and stuff like that you never have to really do that now 
if you have a grill, I'm excited to use for grilling season because now I could just put the burgers out on a grill, close the lid, you know, hang out, you know, not have to keep leaving my party or the people I have over to to check on the grill and check on the meats, on the steak and stuff like that. Um, so it's really cool and it connects via Bluetooth inside this app. Um, really awesome. I'm I'm very happy with it. Um, I highly recommend it. Yeah, check out meter.com. I'm on there right now, and it's pretty impressive. It even tells you when to rest your meat, how long you should yeah. rest it. Yep. Like, that's very specific. So that's a, a little thing with meat. You always have to let it rest for a certain amount of time. And I love that. I love the idea of this app. In fact, this would be a great app to for me to get for my birthday. I think this, because I love cooking on a grill as well. And now you have a grill because you're living in the home. Exactly. In fact, do you have a good grill? Do you have a really good grill? So I don't have a grill yet. I got to buy one. Oh, my God. Really? That's the next thing you could buy next week for your home. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah. they're probably cheap right now because it's not summertime. Exactly. That's why you got to do that. So, yeah, love that app. Good idea. I think that's a, a very unique app. It does, it, from what I see here, it is $69.99. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty which I don't think, Which I don't think is too bad. Uh, they have, a, in fact, they even have one that's like a, a longer meter. They have like different meters, too. Which yeah, they have different sizes cool. and stuff like that and different things that they could do. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I like it a lot. I use it every day mm. when I'm, except when I'm cooking. Do pasta. Have, now, do you have to charge that? So it charges in its own little case. So you, every time that you're not using it after you clean it, um, you just put it in its own little charging case. And then anytime you want to use it again, you just remove it from its charging case. It's like an AirPod. I like, yeah, I like it. All right. Well, this is an app a lot of people probably have heard of, uh, but I thought this is very important, especially for Tim, because I taught him how to do this. I went with an app called Mint. Now, Mint is a way to keep track of your personal finance and money. So what you do is you put all the accounts that you have online from credit cards to mortgages to electricity to your phone bills, you put it all in this one app. And it calculates everything for you. So an example right now, I have my 401k in there, my stock in there. It tells me my value of my home based on the on the information I wrote up for it. And it's password protected. You can use Space ID to unlock it. And you can see what you're spending on certain things per month. It actually organized everything from my groceries uh, that I spent. So, so far this month, I spent $148 in groceries. And you can calculate that for every month. And... It's a good way to know if you're paying all your credit bills on time, if you get charged any kind of fees. It's really, really great. And it really helps you budget everything. I use this to budget my entire home. I'm the man in charge of the money in the house. And this is a great way to look at all the money you got from all your accounts. Because you know what? The goal is everyone needs to be debt free. Yeah, yeah. And I like how, uh, like Will mentioned, he turned me on to this app. So I recently have just downloaded it. I like how you can put your investments into it. You can see your net worth, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. You can see your all your upcoming bills, which is awesome. So they yeah. even have an integrated and calendar that can integrate with your iCalendar that allows you to put reminders when to pay your bills. Yep, that's a good feature. And another thing gives you a free credit score rating. Free credit which, score? Which I think is all a bunch of crap anyway with a credit score. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. But that, that And then you can put your own bills in there. So bills that you can't put... Like for for instance, I pay a water bill every every quarter. Yep. And it's only done by check. There's no way to track that. 
So I was able to put that in here and then even if the amount's not the same, I could just override it and put the right amount in there. So it's able to, you're able to keep track of everything. It's really awesome. And I really recommend trying it. I've tried other apps out there. They just don't do it like this one does. So Mint is a good way. And yes, it's very big on security. Yeah, it's backed uh, so by got, Intuit. Yeah, backed by Intuit. So it's a very trusted source. So mint.com mint or download the app. It's completely free. The only thing that I don't like is it only updates every 24 hours. Yes, you do have to refresh it and it will take time. But you have to remember, it's calculating a lot of websites. And that all depends on the sites, too. They have to refresh that. Yeah, and Wells Fargo is really bad at that. I'm I only have a problem with Wells Fargo. I figured out, and I just don't know if it's because it's Wells Fargo. Um, but all my other accounts refresh really nicely. Like TD Bank does that pretty well with me. I honestly think it does a pretty good job. So there's other sites that give me a hard time, like the Kohl's credit card. Every time. I open the app. I have to like revalidate myself. It's really annoying. Oh, it so annoying. It, it, yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah, it depends on the person. But if you go with the most popular ones like Amex, Chase, TD Bank, uh, those are the ones that I think work very well. I, I don't have a Wells Fargo. I only have a credit card, but that's but that's it. Yeah, I even have my student loans in there, so that's really cool to see. Um, well, not cool because it's depressing, but you know. Yeah, I don't got none of those. Yeah. <laughs> Wash, 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 wash. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my next app that I use frequently during the baseball season is called the MLB Ballpark app. So it's kind of like an Apple Wallet app for your baseball tickets. So you can actually track every baseball stadium that you've ever visited and the tickets that you have. So you can load the tickets in and then you can check in at the stadium and then it will log all the history of all the stadiums that you've ever visited. Um, so, so far I've logged in this app four different ballparks that I visited and I am a partial season ticket owner to the New York Yankees. So my account directly connects into my, into my MLB ballpark app. So all of my tickets for the season are loaded right into my wallet in my MLB ballpark app. So all I had to do is when I arrived to the stadium, it recognizes by my location that I'm there very similar to the Apple wallet app. And it automatically pulls my ticket up for me. And it's awesome because Yankee Stadium has NFC readers. So I don't even have to open up my phone. All I have to do is bada bing, bada boom, tap the receiver. And I am in the stadium as easy as possible. Uh, I could buy tickets from here. I can look at the Yankees schedule. So if I want to know about an upcoming game, if I want to know about their promotions, it's all built into this app. There is a... Uh, dining guide there is the map and directory I could find different seats in a stadium um, I can talk to a virtual assistant that is from Yankee Stadium that can answer any of my questions it's really cool um, I use it exclusively um, I sell all my tickets through here so if I wanted to like sell my ticket and I needed to forward it to somebody I do it through this app um, somebody told me about it and I was like I've never heard of that app and then I got onto it, and now it's awesome. And I know with Mets Stadium City Field, there is a specific entrance that you can enter and bypass the entire long lines of entering the stadium if mm. you use the MLB Ballpark app. Yeah, so, so that's the benefits. They got to find more benefits, though, that would – it's not just convenience for me. Like something like that where it's like you get an exclusive VIP entrance oh, yeah. into the park. 
you know, or they give you something for free. Like, you know how they always have those, like, free, uh, like, things you get for going to the park that day? Yeah, yeah. Like, something like that stuff, yeah. that they do just for those people. Yeah. I think that'd be a good idea. And it's pretty cool. I mean, so then all my tickets I've ever purchased are in this app. And so, you know, it's just like a memory kind of thing that I could see at all mm-hmm. the games that I've visited and all the stadiums I've been to and stuff. So I love the app. I highly recommend it. Um, their support's great. I was on, actually on the phone with them today because I was having trouble linking with my account um, just because the new season's around the corner. Um, and, yeah. All right. Thank you for that. I don't really watch baseball. All right. So <laughs> now let's talk about another app. Now, this is an app that we actually use, and you're the one that turned it on to me, and that is Hootsuite. It's a social media app. Now, I didn't want to do any big social media apps, but this one I thought was very unique. And it's good for me for me as a, as a business, too. So the idea of this is that you can create, schedule, plan, publish, and monitor any of your audience engagements from anywhere at any time. So let's say that you are using Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can post the same thing on all three at the same time, and you can schedule it at the time that you want. You could uh, draft posts up. Uh, you could actually see, uh, you know, what audience you want to go to, where, you know, you can monitor your likes, your mentions, all in one area. The good thing is they're giving us away for free for three social media apps. Yep. And then and then you have to pay, I believe, twenty nine dollars a month, which is a lot of money, uh, to to schedule it. But if you're like a celebrity or you have a business that you got to spread the message out to everywhere at the same time. This app does it, and we use this app. In fact, every time we post something, you'll see it says Hootsuite underneath every one of our posts. I'm sure that's something that you, the reason why we're not paying for that, uh, we probably would go away. Yeah. But Hootsuite was a really good app. Does your does your company use that? Yeah. So that's how I found out about it actually. So uh, in my old job, I was turned on to it, and then uh, we used it exclusively. And then in my new c- current position, we also use Hootsuite. So that's how I found out about it. So when you know, Will and I were obviously starting this podcast. I knew that I was responsible for a lot of the social media stuff. And Hootsuite was the first application I turned to um, because I don't want to worry about, you know, posting a picture in three different places and trying to get it all done at the same time where I could just go on Thursday night or, you know, whenever I had to schedule it and, you know, load it. I can schedule what time I wanted to set for and not have to worry about it and automatically post for me. So it's awesome. And yeah, so you can only do up to three social media accounts at the, at the moment. They used to do a thing where, and now they because it's become so popular, they got rid of it, where you can only do up to 30 posts per oh. account. Uh, but they've gotten rid of that. And now they've had like this whole freemium model where you can do up to three social media accounts on it. And again, they're trying to target the business people because I think they realize that they're not getting enough engagement yeah. with just giving 30 away. You know, you should, I mean, I was surprised even two, I think would have got the point across. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And what's cool is you can manage, you can even reply, like say you're having a lot of engagement, like with on Twitter and stuff like that. You can even actually go in Hootsuite and reply in there. And it's as if you're on the Twitter app, but it's just through Hootsuite. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, And you can see everything that's trending and whatnot. It's awesome. Yeah. My good friend, uh, Lisa Ann actually likes that app. She uses it. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. Look, look, look it up. I, I know what you talk about. Uh, all right, it's caught off guard. Uh, yeah, I know you were. So my third right, and Jim, final app last one? is called Photoshop Mix. 
so it's an app made by Adobe. Obviously, really, it's Adobe Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a great app for if you need to do like on the go, you know, mobile editing. You're trying to make a meme or something, or you know, you want to, you know, Photoshop something of your friends. I use it all the time, almost on a weekly basis. Um, you know, when you get to go in here, you can, you know, upload an image. You can, you know, take a picture and stuff like that. You can add text. You can obviously do the Photoshop stuff of, you know, cutting out, you know, different images and pasting on other images. It's basically like Photoshop at your fingertips. Um, you, you know, it's pr it's pretty awesome. I, I use it all the time, especially during like the football season. I'm in a fantasy football league where we make a lot of memes about the theme. So like the last last year's theme was The Office. So I made a bunch of different memes about um, The Office and my fantasy football team. Um, but it's awesome. It's it's completely free. Um, so anyone can use it and really easy to use. Um, and yeah, I have nothing. It's it's a great it's a great app. And I'm so would happy you that say, it's free. Would you say that the cut is pretty good as far as like cutting the certain things out on the scene? So if you zoom in, you have to zoom in really, really close to do it. And it could take a while. But if you're looking just to, you know, quickly do something, it also has an auto select feature where you can like auto select the subject and it'll try to do as best best to cut it all out. Um, but I'd say it's pretty good for like a mobile, you know, the understanding like that, that I, you're doing it for I would your, like that with for your green screens. I I think for green screens that would be terrific. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so I I for wrestling, I do a lot of green screen work and you know, for something like that on my mobile phone. To quickly cut to something quickly cut out, out. Put it in the yeah. right set. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It, that, that'd be great. Yeah, so I it's like completely free. So I think everyone should download it if you just want to, you know, mess with your friends and make stuff. I, I make stuff for work all the time on it just to, you know, create work, create work banner. When I got the – I got a part-time job at the Trent Thunder um, with one of my buddies, and I photoshopped us on the Trent Thunder field because we're doing grounds crew for it. And uh, I sent it to a bunch of my friends of us on the field doing work. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's a fun app. All right. And then my last one's actually also has to do with creativity and that is double take. This is the app that transforms your iPhone into a multi-cam studio, allowing you to capture video from two cameras at the same time. Now this is going to work for anything that's an iPhone 11 all the way up to a 10 R. And this allows you to record two cameras simultaneously at the same time, and then you could pick the view that you want. So what's great about this is that you could decide what frame you like and you could switch between the frames, but also it captures both frames at the same time. So when I'm recording a wedding and I want my wide angle view and I want a view that is maybe like the telephoto one, I could have both of them record at the same time and then I could choose to mix uh, in between them. The, but it has to be two iPhones? No, this is one iPhone using the lenses on your camera. What? Remember, you have four lenses to choose from. So I could take the wide-angle lens and the telephoto, record those two, and then I can record it, and then I have it later on. Wow. So you, yeah, so you can have same shot, but just different angles of that shot. Correct. So if think about it. The wide-angle does a good job focusing on everything but then you could tell it to focus you could tell one camera to focus closer on one person that's phenomenal yeah that's pretty it's cool real, yep it's completely free you can also uh do a split screen effect 
that's saved on one single video, so you can have like a split screen. So if we're recording a split screen effect, we could do that easily on one phone, which is awesome. You know, I think that's great for YouTubers uh, to do that. You can lock your focus and exposure on both cameras during the multicam capture, which is really awesome too, because I like that that you can have the focus set up correctly. Uh, now it's 24, 25, and 30 frames, so there's no 60 frames oh, okay. options, and it is 1080p. So please make sure that you're aware of that. So if you're looking for a certain Kodak or you're looking for a certain quality, there is some limitations. Is it easy to use? Like, can it, like a novice photographer use it? Or? Absolutely. It's all touchscreen. So right now, like, I'm in the camera frame, and I have four buttons to choose from. And then when I go, I can see the four angles I could choose from. One's in co- The ones in color in the frame I could choose, and the ones that are gray are not being choose. And then all I got to do is choose the two I want, Hit the uh, the frame rate that I want. Hit confirm, and then I can, I could start recording. And then I have a I have my main camera, and then my uh, lower thirds the other camera, and then I can just start recording. And then there's a save section that shows both recordings in the same area. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a, a, a tremendous app. It's free to do, and I think for YouTubers, it's perfect for that. Especially if you got that wide angle. Sure. That, that iPhone 11 especially because of the wide angle and the the zoom lens for the I think for iPhone 11 Pro it's like the one of the best tools for the next wedding that I choose to I'm gonna use that feature now but this isn't a, that's not an Apple Apple certified app like it's not a well Apple they showcased this on the stage during the keynote sure sure and the crowd was like wow because I if if you ever go back and watch it, look at Double Takes part of it. There's a lot, you know, a lot of those that go up on those keynotes are boring. A lot of them are just like fun games, blah, blah, blah. This is the one that I can't remember the last time I saw something stuck out like this one. That's awesome. So that is our show today, Tim. We gave a lot of advice. We talked about coronavirus. Yeah. We talked about how the most magical place on earth saved an iPhone. I think we're done for the day. Yeah, I think I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So make sure you join us again. We are on all platforms, like tons of platforms. You can check us out on iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music. We are everywhere. Anywhere there's a podcast, you can download this episode. We come out with new episodes every Friday. And please check out some of the older episodes. A lot of you guys like to go back in the past and check out all the other episodes because a lot of our content is always fresh. Even though we talk about a lot of news, we always have one main subject that we talk about and that you can listen to anytime you want. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you. I'm Tim Santoro and I support this message. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We want to thank you for joining us for the Think Different Podcast. And before we go, there's only one way, only one way we could go out, and that is to go wash our hands. Wash, wash, wash. wash. <laughs> Peace Good out. Night.